Veterans Day 2022, The Past, Present, and AMP, Future of Healthcare. By Pam Long. With many societal changes inflicted after the attacks on September 11, 2001, all sectors of government leaned into authoritarian policies which incrementally undermined freedom. This societal shift also influenced healthcare and medicine. The past 20 years of healthcare has not served our military and veterans in transparency, and these adverse programs spill over to civilians too. Foremost, the cascading prescriptions of drugs has created a crisis in mental health outcomes. Moreover, the current experimental vaccine mandates are detrimental to force readiness and to the private sector workforce. Furthermore, the future bioeconomy per the recent White House executive order prioritizes a transhumanism agenda. Today is a call for veterans and all people to engage against this domestic threat to our nation, our families, and to our brothers and sisters in the armed forces. If we lose autonomy over what technology is injected, ingested, or inserted into our bodies, then we have lost the foundation of all freedoms. The past 20 years. Vaccines. The anthrax vaccine was an illegal military mandate of an EUA, emergency use authorization, drug. As recounted in what COVID vaccine policymakers can learn from botched military anthrax vaccine program. Prior to 2001, DoD had concluded that biological agents such as anthrax were not a threat for mass casualties due to the limited number of countries with the expertise and sophistication required to weaponize and disseminate anthrax. In October 2001, a few letters mailed with anthrax spores became the primary justification for the anthrax vaccine mandate in the military, with media coverage of disrupted businesses and government operations inducing panic. The military anthrax mandate was challenged in court for lacking FDA approval and licensure, and for lacking proven potency against fatal inhalation of anthrax. Service members who refused were court-martialed and punished with loss of rank and pay. Doe v. Rumsfeld, 2003, decided that DoD had illegally mandated an experimental vaccine, and DoD appealed with millions of dollars in vaccine contracts already approved. In 2008, the federal court affirmed that the FDA, HHS and DOD allowed an illegal AVIP program by mandating an experimental anthrax vaccine for military personnel that was not licensed for use against inhalation anthrax, nor approved for use by a presidential waiver. Later in 2008, the FBI accused U.S. Army scientist Bruce Ivins of being responsible for the 2001 anthrax letter attacks. In 2010, the Amerithrax investigation portrayed Ivan's motive as dedicating 20 years of his life to a dwindling anthrax vaccine program with failing potency tests that would not meet criteria for FDA approval and to being under scrutiny for allegations that the anthrax vaccine contributed to Gulf War syndrome. The national deceit includes the following criminal acts, a vaccine developer created a crisis to increase demand for his product, the FDA fast-tracked a vaccine that lacked efficacy and resulted in thousands of adverse reactions to include neurological symptoms of Gulf War syndrome, and DoD ordered an illegal mandate without any requirement to compensate those punished. When the federal court imposed an injunction to stop the unlicensed anthrax vaccine mandate in Doe v. Rumsfeld, the FDA licensed the anthrax vaccine in 2005 so that DoD could resume administering the drug to service members to this day. The media contributed with images of alleged anthrax containing letters to promote fear. 
The anthrax vaccine is an important case study on how pharmaceutical companies, federal agencies, and mainstream media collude to sell or mandate a drug to millions of people without liability. SSRI Drugs and Suicide The following are veteran suicide statistics detailed in the Pharma-Loaded U.S. Soldier, Part 1, Taking Inventory of Risks. 20 veterans die by suicide every day in the U.S. A 2018 DoD suicide event report 2018 informs that 47% of active-duty suicides had zero deployments, indicating PTSD is not the causal factor. Since the Pentagon's 2006 policy to permit use of SSRI medications, the number of veteran suicides has exceeded 6,000 annually from 2008 to 2017. A veteran affairs study of 157 veterans with PTSD reported an average use of 6.4 plus or minus 3.8 prescribed drugs with a maximum of 19 prescribed drugs. A pilot program at Fort Campbell, Kentucky screened 4,000 soldiers for polypharmacy and the program resulted in 1,574 interventions to stop or change medications to mitigate adverse drug reactions and drug interactions. This program demonstrated a need to screen service members for cascading drug prescriptions, and yet it was not implemented across the Army, nor is it offered by the VA. The Pharma-Loaded U.S. Soldier, Part 2, Footprints Behind Military Suicide Epidemic The Way Forward highlights the research on natural alternatives to prescription drugs for mental health, but more importantly, reveals how the UK armed forces have avoided a suicide epidemic from 2000 to 2019 by using a treatment preference for cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, over SSRI drugs. In 2005-2006, the UK guidelines for PTSD recommended implementing trauma-focused CBT therapy first, and only using an SSRI if CBT therapy was not sufficient. Conversely, the US Pentagon medication policy encouraged a preference for SSRI's medications in PTSD. Forward to outcomes in 2018, the UK's treatment preference has correlated with a rate of 11 suicides per 100,000 active duty members. The US's treatment preference for SSRIs has correlated with a significantly higher rate of 24.8 suicides per 100,000 active duty members. Among veterans as of 2018, the UK's unofficial data reports a much lower number of suicides at 75 veteran suicides, while the USVA-DOD officially reported 6,139 veteran suicides. Birth Defects Government muzzled media on birth defects in children of Gulf War veterans provides evidence that experimental drugs and vaccines given to service members for deployments resulted in birth defects of their children. After two investigative reports in People and Life magazine about the birth defects, the Secretary of Defense ordered censorship of bombshell reports that would embarrass the government or DoD. On January 30, 1995, People Weekly published An Enemy Within, Gulf War Vets Face a Medical Mystery, the birth defects threatening many of their children. The story included heartbreaking personal stories and photos of children of Gulf War veterans born with serious birth defects and deformities, including TAR syndrome, Golden Heart Syndrome, microcephaly, heart defects and liver cancer. The parents and children tested negative for genetic irregularities. All of the Gulf War fathers reported having adverse reactions to pyridostigmine bromide, PB, an experimental drug to counter nerve agent exposure. Unexplained illnesses. 
Are the militaries for horsemen of pharma destroying veterans' health? investigates four drugs which the Department of Veterans Affairs, VA, claims on its website that some veterans have raised concerns about pyridostigmine bromide, PB, mefloquine, larium registered, the smallpox vaccine, and the anthrax vaccine. The public health page on the VA website lists these four drugs and concludes that there is insufficient evidence to determine a causal relationship between any of the drugs and chronic illness. But a closer look at the Four Horsemen of Pharma concludes the following. Pyridostigmine bromide, PB, causes neurological injuries. Mefloquine, larium, causes permanent brain damage. Smallpox vaccine causes cardiac arrest. Anthrax vaccine causes Gulf War syndrome. Once again, Big Pharma is shielded from liability because causation will never be proven with captured regulatory agencies and with taxpayers paying the VA medical bills. The VA presumes certain medically unexplained illnesses are correlated to Gulf War military service without proof of causative factors. The present military mandate Currently, the DoD has implemented another illegal mandate of emergency use authorized EUA, COVID-19 vaccines. Military's COVID vaccine mandate violates the law, here's why clarifies that EUA drugs are not interchangeable with FDA-approved drugs, and designated lots of EUA-labeled drugs cannot become FDA-approved labeled drugs. Currently in the U.S., the two FDA-approved versions of the COVID vaccine, Comirnaty and Spikevax, have not been manufactured and all existing COVID vaccine vials are labeled EUA. Service members are within their rights to refuse an EUA drug and should verify if any alleged new community-labeled vials are counterfeits which do not meet FDA labeling requirements and are expired relabeled EUA vials. Coercion The unprecedented coercion involved in the experimental and voluntary COVID vaccines is a dark chapter in our nation's history. As reported in new military policies core service members into getting COVID vaccines, the unvaccinated became a segregated class of people, escalating to confinement to quarters and threats of termination. The unvaccinated have restrictions on the following, leave and travel, access to off-base events and establishments including restaurants and bars and access to gathering places on base at chapels and theaters, with requirements to wear masks, test for COVID and participate in contact tracing. As reported in wristbands and dining cards, new Army policies exclude, isolate unvaccinated, the Army embraced isolation of healthy people which is an unethical application of quarantining the sick. While the vaccinated had no restrictions to movement or access to amenities, the unvaccinated and their family members were required to quarantine after travel, no school or work for 10 days, to request leave from a high-ranking officer and told in advance it would likely be denied, to request permission to meet with any non-local visitor, to a limit of 12 guests at indoor gatherings, to conduct physical training outdoors while wearing a mask, to be denied access to dining facilities, and to be designated by wearing wristbands. At West Point, the chain of command forced the unvaccinated cadets to live in a crowded co-ed tent with a nearby porto potty while the vaccinated lived in barracks with latrines and showers. Leadership failures. The military chain of command demonstrated that it blindly trusts any order from the Secretary of Defense, who holds investments in pharmaceutical companies, without conducting a risk assessment of the experimental drug course of action. 
There was also failure to compare data on existing therapeutics ivermectin HCQ as a potential course of action with less risk and more benefit. The Air Force Surgeon Lieutenant General Hogg told service members it was their duty to take an experimental drug. She failed to provide informed consent on risks and used her rank and undue influence to make a personal endorsement of the new vaccine's protection and safety, and even alleged safety in pregnancy. The Army's command sergeant major held an online town hall to coerce vaccine uptake where the false efficacy claims and risk omissions are indicators of dysfunctional groupthink at best, or cult mentality at worst. The Legal Challenges and Adverse Health Outcomes Since the military vaccine mandate began on August 2021, there have been many lawsuits challenging the legality of the order. Over a year later, federal courts have imposed injunctions against the mandate, while at least 8,000 service members have been separated for refusal. Hundreds of thousands of service members across all branches await decisions on religious accommodations. An army officer with 20 years of experience was court-martialed for failure to obey an order, given no punishment for EUA vaccine and mask refusal, and yet still recommended for separation by the Army Public Health Center for his opposition to non-evidence-based health recommendations. A military doctor was suspended from his clinic for prescribing ivermectin to breathless patients who experienced reduction in symptoms. A prestigious federal civilian was removed from her position as the physics professor at the Air Force Academy for helping cadets write religious accommodation requests. This involuntary separation of healthy and experienced soldiers, sailors, and airmen is occurring simultaneously during a retention crisis, and while non-deployable HIV-positive and gender-transitioning soldiers are now retained. U.S. Congress members have been presented whistleblower testimonies about the Defense Medical Epidemiology Database, DMED, indicating exponential increases after the vaccine rollout in cancers, neurological disorders, myocarditis, and infertility. Soon after these testimonies, the DMED data was altered to hide those signals and explained to the public as a glitch in the data. The future requires civil disobedience. The future of medicine for both the military and civilians embraces transhumanism, the belief that human biology should be permanently altered by technology and artificial intelligence with the alleged goal of improving physical and mental performance, but at the cost of government control. The goals of DARPA military research to track people by GPS and monitor biomarkers such as oxygen and heart rate are described in microchips, nanotechnology, and implanted biosensors, the new normal? The New Bioeconomy In September 2022, President Biden signed the Executive Order on Advancing Biotechnology and Biomanufacturing Innovation for a Sustainable, Safe and Secure American Bioeconomy. According to the White House, we need to develop genetic engineering technologies and techniques to be able to write circuitry for cells and predictably program biology in the same way in which we write software and program computers, unlock the power of biological data, including through computing tools and artificial intelligence. The bioeconomy suggests data on the individual's health will involve nearly every federal agency's supervision. This is the framework for a biosurveillance government positioned to control each citizen who is connected to the interface. The executive order alludes to a global social credit system integrated into the biology of humans. As explained in the triad of medical fascism emerged in September 2022. 
The pilot programs for the social credit system are already in place at schools and in the workplace. In summation of SEL plus ESG equals social credit system, schools are scoring students on compliance to equity and gender ideologies in social-emotional learning, SEL, and workplaces are scoring adults in compliance to climate ideology and environmental social governance, ESG. According to Forbes, the score of emotional intelligence or acceptance of government ideology is more valuable than a degree or experience. There are intimidating implications on how the individual score will impact applications for colleges, jobs, and loans. Medical Fascism The American Medical Association, AMA, and Federation of State Medical Boards, FSMB, are demanding that governors and state legislators force transhumanism and transgender agendas on the people. These non-regulatory organizations have already successfully lobbied for a law to remove the medical licenses of doctors who disagree with the government's public health recommendations in California. They have also requested that all governors oppose legislation which prohibit gender mutilation of minors. But most alarming, the AMA asked the Justice Department to investigate reports about the sex change procedures being performed on children as dangerous misinformation, while each individual transition is estimated at $1 million in profit over the lifespan for associated costs of hormone drugs and continual surgeries. Conclusion During the COVID crisis, the medical-industrial complex demonstrated that it has power over freedom of expression, freedom of movement, freedom of religion, and freedom to engage in commerce. The government endorsed discrimination and segregation against people who rejected an experimental drug manufactured by companies without liability. The media, which marketed pandemic fear daily and equal mortality risk for all age groups, now has amnesia of the elected officials who embrace pseudoscience to circumvent the Constitution. There has been no course correction and no accountability. The full measure of the deaths of despair will require years. You must confront this corruption with your individual choices. Will patients continue to trust doctors who align with the AMA's required promotion of toxic drugs which violate the ethics of do no harm? Will consumers continue to pay for healthcare services from hospital networks which prey on minors to profit from gender mutilation surgeries? Will parents allow their children to remain in public education while schools mandate experimental vaccine compliance? Will grandparents step up to help educate the next generation in life-affirming settings? Will college students find their backbone in civil disobedience and give their tuition dollars to freedom-supporting universities? Will voters hold legislators accountable to cease passively deferring to the CDC and FDA medical experts who are clearly corrupted? Will you partner with employers and financial institutions which reject the bioeconomy?